was usually lashing out at something, his family when they weren't quick enough, his dogs when the family was. J. Mallon Ellenberg's dogs were mixed breeds and mongrels, and they ran in packs, as did their offspring, and several generations later, those packs still moved through the Eden night like wolves, their bodies stripped to muscle and gristle, tense and angry, growling in the dark at J. Mallon Ellenberg's ghost. Big Bobby went to the trouble of measuring exactly how much of 95 crossed through Eden, and he came up with 2.8 miles. Not much, really, but still an average of .74 dog a day, or 4.9 dogs a week. Big Bobby wanted the rest of the state funds the governor was going to be doling out at year's end, and if that meant getting rid of five dogs a week, give or take, then that's what was going to get done. On the QT, he said to Elgin and Blue, on the QT, what we're going to do, boys, is set up in some trees and shoot every canine who gets within barking distance of that interstate. Elgin didn't much like this we stuff. First place, Big Bobby'd said we that time in double O's four years ago. This was before he'd become mayor, when he was nothing more than a county tax assessor who shot pool at double O's every other night, same as Elgin and Blue. But one night, after Harlan and Chubb Uke had roughed him up over a matter of some pocket change, and knowing that neither Elgin nor Blue was too fond of the Uke family either, Big Bobby'd said, we going to settle those boys' asses tonight, and started running his mouth the minute the brothers entered the bar. Time the smoke cleared, Blue had a broken hand, Harlan and Chubb were curled up on the floor, and Elgin's lip was busted. Big Bobby, meanwhile, was hiding under the pool table, and Cal Sears was asking who was going to pay for the pool stick Elgin had snapped across the back of Chubb's head. So Elgin heard Mayor Big Bobby saying we, and remembered the $10 it had cost him for that pool stick, and he said, no, sir, you can count me out this particular enterprise. Big Bobby looked disappointed. Elgin was a veteran of a foreign war, former Marine, a marksman. Shit, Big Bobby said, what good are you? You don't use the skills Uncle Sam spent good money teaching you. Elgin shrugged. Damn, Bobby, I guess not much. But Blue kept his hand in, as both Big Bobby and Elgin knew he would. All the job required was a guy didn't mind sitting in a tree who liked to shoot things. Hell, Blue was home. Elgin didn't have the time to be sitting up in a tree anyway. The past few months, he'd been working like crazy after they'd broke ground at Eden Falls, mixing cement, digging post holes, draining swamp water to shore up the foundation, with the real work still to come. There'd be several more months of drilling and bilging, spreading cement like cake icing, and erecting scaffolding to erect walls to erect facades. There'd be the hump and grind of rolling along in the dump trucks and drill trucks, the forklifts and cranes and industrial diggers, until the constant heave and jerk of them drove up his spine or into his kidneys like a corkscrew. Time to sit up in a tree shooting dogs? Shit, Elgin didn't have time to take a piss some days. And then on top of all the work, he'd been seeing Drew Briggs's ex-wife Shelley lately. Shelley was the receptionist at Perkin Lutz Auto Emporium, and one day Elgin had brought his Impala in for a tire rotation and they'd got to talking. She'd been divorced from Drew over a year, and they waited a couple of months to show respect, but after a while they began showing up at Double O's and down at the IHOP together. Once, they drove clear to Myrtle Beach together for the weekend. People asked them what it was like, and they said, just like the postcards. 
Since the postcards never mentioned the price of a room at the Hilton, Elgin and Shelley didn't mention that all they'd done was drive up and down the beach twice before settling in a motel a bit west in Conway. Nice, though. Had a color TV and one of those switches turned the bathroom into a sauna if you let the shower run. They'd started making love in the sauna, finished up on the bed with steam coiling out from the bathroom and brushing their heels. Afterward, he pushed her hair back off her forehead and looked in her eyes and told her he could get used to this. She said, but wouldn't it cost a lot to install a sauna in your trailer? Then waited a full 30 seconds before she smiled. Elgin liked that about her, the way she let him know he was still just a man after all. Always would take himself too seriously, part of his nature. Letting him know she might be around to keep him apprised of that fact every time he did. Keep him from pushing a bullet into the breech of a .30-06, slamming the bolt home, firing into the flank of some wild dog. Sometimes when they'd shut down the site early for the day, if it had rained real heavy and the soil loosened near a foundation...